Hi, this is Susie, winner of the poster giveaway, and you're listening to the pod that Jane likes. This is a DMB Society podcast. I got a sister named Jane. And this is the pod that Jane likes. And now, here are your hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, Matt, and Sean. Hi, hello. Welcome back to the pod that Jane likes, where we are in off-season mode, but that doesn't stop us. Nothing stops us. I promise that we have an awful lot to talk about today. I'm Sean, and as always, I'm joined by Matt. You could say that we can't stop, right, Sean? (laughs) We'll say, for the record, you said that. Matt said it. Trisha? Great song. Again, you said it. We're going to, just for the record, we'll keep the record going. And if you want to talk about dedication, our very own Jeanette is taking a couple of minutes away from her day-long birthday celebration. As we're recording this, it's Jeanette's birthday. Happy birthday, Jeanette. Thank you, everybody. Happy birthday. Thank you. Free the beast inside of <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. Not the song that I want to hear my birthday, but all right. I, I'm going to ask a question, Jeanette. You have to answer this honestly. Okay. What's the bigger thrill? Being serenaded by Matt uh, to Can't Stop or having Dave sing Line Our Graves to You? Be honest. Think, think about it. Think about uh, it. Think about it. Guys, this is like real Sophie's choice here. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Dave though. Ooh, oh. <laughs> All right, next year I'm gonna next year I'm gonna work on it and I'm gonna try to improve upon. All right, yeah. I mean, if you practice, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so before we jump into our segments that are a part of each and every episode, we have just a couple of housekeeping notes that uh, we wanted to touch on. First of all, it's episode 13 for us here at the Pod that Jane likes. We've made it all the way to episode 13. And I have just a couple of of real quick number 13 facts pertaining to the band. Mm -hmm. Live Tracks 13 was the first time that there was a concert performed at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, Missouri. So if you haven't listened to Live Tracks 13, the offseason is a great time for the entire Live Tracks series. But Live Tracks 13 is a good one to listen to. Is that 2008? Yes. Yeah, It, it is. Yeah, there's there's a fantastic crush on that on that live tracks. It's kind of like the early part of Tim kind of becoming a regular member of the band again. So yeah, live tracks 13, definitely worth checking out a fun fact. Only four DMB studio albums have at least 13 tracks on them. Uh, Stand up big whiskey and the Grugrex King come tomorrow. And then if we want to count some devil, so only four albums have 13 tracks. And then finally Dodo, which doesn't get played nearly enough. And I think there's this notion that it's kind of just a Dave and Tim song. While that may be true, it's only been played a total of, you guessed it, 13 times by Dave and Tim. Oh, isn't that interesting? So a couple of fun 13 facts as we celebrate our 13th episode here. Speaking of exciting things, before we jump into the segments, we have a pretty uh, big announcement, one that we're really excited about. Our first piece of Pod the Jane Likes merchandise is coming at you uh, very soon. And we're very excited about this for people that haven't seen, we had posted a couple of teasers online. It's a sticker. We're going to continue posting teasers. And then on Tuesday, the 25th 
at noon Eastern time, we're going to release the sticker. I can tell you that the stickers are very limited edition. And with the teasers that we've posted, I think the three of you can kind of confirm this, but there's there's been an awful lot of people that have reached out and are interested. So if you're interested in getting the very first piece of, of merch that we've put out, and not only is it the very first piece, but it's a very limited piece, Tuesday, the 25th at noon, you're going to want to check out our Pod the Jane Likes Instagram account. It's That's such a good sticker. Yeah. <laughs> we've gotten really good feedback on it. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it to get out there. I'm excited to see it out on the road. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to to start seeing Pod the Jane Likes things at at shows. We're we're looking forward to that. So without further ado, let's jump into our first segment. Since our last pod was released, Dave announced a couple of solo performances. Uh, so let's talk about that in our first segment, which we call the opener. So since we last recorded, the band announced a couple of Dave's solo performances. And with it being a midterm year, if you've followed this band for some time, you know that that often uh, coincides with Dave getting out on the road and, and playing a few uh, rally shows. So that's exactly what's going to be happening. So on the 24th, uh, Dave will be playing a solo show in Columbus on the 25th, which Early in the day on the 25th, you'll want to check out our Instagram page for the sticker release. But then a little bit later in the day, he'll be playing a show in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then the following day, the 26th, he's playing a rally in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So three consecutive days, three consecutive Dave solo performances as people start to shift their focus to the upcoming midterm elections. Well, this is just where our... Our guy shines, I think. I think this is so important. And um, my wonderful co-hosts said they'd give me a minute to talk about midterm elections. Midterm elections are so important. A lot of people turn out for a general election. Midterms are huge. And, you know, Dave is all about getting out the vote, but he's definitely been pretty vocal about, you know, lately, definitely of, of who he's supporting, you know, Tim Ryan in Ohio, Sherry Beasley in North Carolina, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, they're all Democrats and they're all running for Senate. And so, you know, there are 35 Senate races up in these midterms. There's 36 governor races. There's about 435 House seats up. The midterms are, you know, sometimes overwhelming for people. Some people don't understand how important it is. It is so critical this year. And I just wanted to make a plug as to why. There are 27 Secretary of State elections going on this year. And Secretary of State's that position oversee how elections are run and they certify the election. There are 12 election deniers that are running and these people are extremists and it's very scary and they're in battleground states. So what that means is come 2024 in the general election, we need the secretary of states to not be crazy conspiracy that are denying the election. So I cannot stress to you how important the midterms are. So my, you know, we are as of this recording, 18 days away from the election, 2 million people already early voted. So it is literally time to pay attention to what's going on in your state to vote. And if you have the means, you know, I will be donating to the campaigns that Dave is 
campaigning for because I'll do whatever he tells me to do. And if you are looking for other places to donate, obviously the secretary of state races and other governor races and a ton of state Supreme Court races, 95% of cases in this country are decided at the state level. So I cannot stress to you enough how important midterms are and to really think local, not only local, but in your state as well. So thanks for letting me make that plug. If you have any questions on, I don't know, maybe you're confused about, because it can be overwhelming to research it. Just DM me at TrishDMB23. Happy to help, happy to support in any way. Yeah. And if you're interested in donating to any of these campaigns, please let us know. We'll probably post this stuff on our on our page. I know Trisha will, I probably will as well. So just look out for that if you're interested in um, making donations. Uh, Obviously all of that is very, very important. I, in 2008, was lucky enough to be a resident of Virginia when Barack Obama was running for president and Dave played one of these shows. And I lived in Northern Virginia at the time. And the only way to get a ticket was you had to be a Virginia resident and I had to drive to Richmond and wait in line and show my ID that proved that I lived in Virginia, got the tickets. And then I think the show was like the next night or something. And it was so cool. You know, it was, uh, it was, I think, really special. It was a show that I, there's a great dreaming tree. I think that was actually, there's a soundboard copy that was released on an Obama tribute kind of album thing. And uh, it was just very cool to be, you know, I felt like I was a part of history during that. I think that if you're, Obviously, that is an extreme example about how you can be a part of history because it was, yeah. you know, there were so many milestones with the Obama presidency and the and that election. But you can really be a part of history, you know, attending these rallies if you live near any of those in any of those areas where Dave's playing. You know, they they carry just such a uh, an extra weight, you know, past it just being a a fun thing to do. <laughs> it they really played is so a important. Dreaming Tree at that show. Yeah, Dave and Tim. Wow. Dreaming Tree, yeah. It was, really oh, it was awesome. Dave and Tim. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I think that it it's really easy to get excited or, or passionate come a presidential election, but these elections don't seem to come with the same enthusiasm in, in for some people. And I think you can make the argument that these elections are, are more important. In Absolutely. Some cases. 100%. So it, it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that you know, we're we're all uh, excited about the fact that attention's being drawn to a really, really important uh, election. Absolutely. So as we continue on with our segments in music as a whole, Dead & Company recently announced that they are going to be hitting the road in 2023 once again, but this time is a little bit different because they announced ahead of time that it's going to be their final tour. Uh, So we decided that we were going to make our jam session this week about that same idea, but with our little Dave Matthews band spin. So let's jam about what we would like it to look like (laughs) if the Dave Matthews band was to announce one final tour. Okay, so in this week's jam segment, we are talking about 
what an ideal final DMB tour would look like. That that sentence is kind of a loaded sentence because we don't want there to be a final tour. Yeah, right. But if if there's going to be one, all of the the Dead and Company excitement and and deservedly so, all of the chatter around that kind of got us thinking what a DMB final tour would look like. So let let's jam about it. Jeanette, you want to lead us off with what what's like the first thing that comes to mind when you think of what what is included in a final Dave Matthews band tour? Well, first of all, let me just say I am a huge Dead and Co fan. <laughs> so I this week was uh, uh, Trisha and, and yeah. Sean can can attest to this. Matt, they lost me and Matt. We I mean, we like- lost. I'm telling you, when there was chatter, I'm talking about our text messages have been blown up by Matt and Jeanette. Like, did you get Fenway? Did you get Fenway? Did you get Philly? Did you get Philly? We were, we were definitely like, who's the Dave Matthews band this week? But, yeah. but with that being said, you know, when, when a band actually says like, guys, this is it. I, I think that's kind of a gift because I feel mm. like there are so many bands out there that they're just, it's the final show and you don't know. And you were there, or you weren't. And th- they're giving these people the opportunity to go that one last time or to live those, you know, mm-hmm. live that their, that one last time before it's over for them. And listen, the dead will just take on another life. Bobby will do something else. And Lord knows John's not going anywhere. And, and you know, like Bobby has the Wolf Brothers. And, and But this band as a whole has been, if you talk to like real deadheads, a lot of them say that this iteration of the band is the most organic thing since the real thing so this is kind of sad but also you know and I mean we can kind of say that about our band too right like it's not the band anymore like Roy's not around anymore Boyd's not around anymore this is this reiteration of the band right and it's still the Dave Matthews band it's not a different name it's not a truncated you know version of the band but I think about the night that Roy died right and thinking they're not going on stage tonight. How could they go on stage tonight? And they did. Mm. And they've continued ever since. And so there have been times in my life where I actually thought it was over, you know? Yep. So you think about, oh my God, I wasn't there for that last show or I wasn't there because they're not going to go on anymore. This is it. Like, I just remember that night thinking that it's over. So to have that announcement to say like, this is it. So start planning now and giving us almost a year in advance, I think is a gift. I don't. And, and so with that being said, I would, I think that that's what I would prefer the Dave Matthews band does for do does for us. If this ever happens, mm. I do think that they would give us this courtesy. They have twice before where they've told us they're going on a break mm-hmm. and they've let us know before tour dates for that year have gone out so that we know next year they're not going to be around. So you might want to buy all your tickets this year, you know, meanwhile, they wound up doing some sort of <laughs> tour both times, <laughs> but I do think that they're, they're not silly enough to not tell us because they know we would spend our money. But with that being said, what I want it to look like, I, I, I don't know. I want all the rarities. 
I want, you know, I want everything to be liberated. I want every show liberated. Give us, all. Give us Mac. Liberated. <laughs> I want, I would probably, I would want them to go through every single album, right? Like I would okay. want, <laughs> one show is they're doing under the table from oh. beginning to end. One show they're doing, you know, before they scratch feature. And you don't know, you don't know what shows that they're going to be at. You just have, you just got to go to all of them so that, you know what I mean? So, so that you got to be at the one that you really want to be at, you know? But as like a final show or something, I don't really know. It's too big of a question that I can't, I can't even think about it because it, it make too, it would make me too emotional. I can't even think about it. Well, I have a few, I have a few things to say. I'm, I'm very much in agreement with Jeanette in terms of the announcement. And, you know, I've been, I've been caught up in this dead and co like thing for, I think Jeanette, Jeanette and I followed a similar trajectory during the pandemic because right. you know how much I love a, uh, a gorgeous 4k live stream and uh <laughs> dead and company and and the grateful dead both put out uh dead and company was every saturday night they would they would show a different show and it right. was something to look forward to and i started to really like the music and then you know i really fell down a uh you know a deep rabbit hole and began mm -hmm. to appreciate the the grateful dead even more for uh, so so much influence to so many bands that i didn't even realize you know uh, the grateful dead often get i think in uh, i used to poo poo them because i was like oh they're just for like old burnout hippies <laughs> but maybe and maybe i'm now a, an old burned out hippie but um mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah but yep. the uh just the overall experience of a dead show and, and and sort of the pioneers of this you know following a band around because every night is going to be different and you know the the sort of improvisational jamming and there, there are just so many tie-ins to so many bands that I love through the dead and you know I've always been such a big fan of John Mayer and you know he just took things over the top for me and you know all of that plus the fact that I would say 75 to 80 percent of my favorite bands of all time are either not together anymore have had members pass away or you know didn't you know didn't announce that they were that they were breaking up and every single time it's been like it's been heartbreaking when i've seen when i've seen that happen mm. you know the most recent time I, I i've been a huge fan of the mighty mighty Bostones for oh, yeah. ever mm -hmm. and last year they announced that they were breaking up because dickie barrett who's like the lead singer was super anti-vax and mm. uh you know was just at odds with the band and it was just like it was just such a you know they always play these shows in boston right after christmas time and it was just always like the most like i don't know at home i would i would feel you know like mm -hmm. just going to see the same band week after christmas you know they have a couple of christmas songs that they would play plus all their old stuff and so just have the opportunity to see a band on their final tour i was just you know a band that i really love on their final tour i was just like i just need to go all in on this because i've only seen dead and company twice mm -hmm. i've only seen them twice you know i've seen many many live streams and watched a lot of stuff and listened to a lot of stuff but i've only seen them live twice so i was like i really need to get get on this so it really got me thinking too with, with this topic about a dmb final tour and i have a question for you guys that i'll get to in a second but with a dmb final tour what i think i would really like to see is a a caravan style situation mm. i just loved the you know we we all know that there are these sort of like mecca venues for the band which you know i think that like a place like the gorge you know would certainly stay on for like you know for east coast or for midwest or for 
I don't even know where there would be another one, but it, you know, because they did Chicago, they did Atlantic City, they did New York City, and they did the Gorge in 2011. So something, something like that, where pretty much anybody who wanted to go see the band for the last time could go, you know, have these at big enough venues like Bader Field in Atlantic City, you know, make right. it like almost like a festival style. <laughs> Trisha, did you not go to any I didn't. And I actually was going to I was going to tell you that I didn't go to any caravan and maybe for some of our listeners, they haven't. So what does that mean to you? Because it sounds like a festival, which sounds awful. I mean, they they were straight up festivals. There were multiple stages. There were. But the thing is, if you wanted to go, you could go. And that's what I think is that's what I think is really important. And one of the things I think we're seeing now with this dead and company thing is it's kind of getting out of hand with with adding shows and people yeah. paying through the, you know, through the teeth for tickets. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, a, yeah. it's sort of its own thing, but I think that, you know, for a band's final tour, it should be accessible for whoever wants to go see that band for whatever, you know, for in yeah. whatever capacity. So make it, you know, make it accessible for people and, you know, make it a multi, you know, multiple three night stands so that you have plenty of time for all of these songs to get liberated and for set lists to yeah. just be wild and for there to be extra encores and, and, guests and you're, and yep, all that you're giving stuff. you're giving all that freedom for guests if you're having it at a festival right because all these artists exactly. are there yeah you know? and I, I think it's also worth noting when we say festival those caravan shows were not festival shows in the sense of what we get now they right. were it was every night it was a full dmb set yeah and yes. then right. on the saturday performance if you were there you got a dave and tim set early in the day yep. and then you got a full band show yes. at night so if you Correct. were there for the weekend you got four shows yeah. three full band shows and a dave and tim show you got show. real dave and dave okay. yeah. shows you didn't okay. get yeah you it's didn't not, get festival set as i say no, in quotes you got exactly i mean we got liberations galore for those yes yeah. mm. yes yes, cool. yes. And in New York City at the Randall's Caravan, it was uh, it was a little bit more simplified because you had, I think there were two stages, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So you had, um, you know, you had just bands alternating back and forth. And, you know, the second stage was like smaller bands and stuff like that. So you had like Warren Haynes, you had Tremont Shorty, you know, you had like all sorts of different bands like that. So uh, that would be really important to me. Again, the accessibility factor, the guest factor. And yeah, just giving, you know, giving enough notice for everyone to sort of make their plans. Now, the question that I have for you guys, right, we're talking about when this would happen. And uh, if we lost, whether it's retirement, God forbid, something else, any of the remaining core members of the original Dave Matthews band, would you consider it still DMB anymore? You know, and Obviously, Dave is Dave is an you know a non-starter if he's not doing it anymore. You're not going to have like you know some other some other person. You don't have John Mayer come in and saying like that's just gonna, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, the JMB, but like you know Carter or Fonzie, you know if they if they are no longer there, is it still DMB? And like, how do you make that call? And you know, like for me, Carter's Carter and Dave and Fonzie, I think are just you know they're all like anybody else goes it's like this is this really well is. the three of them are the heartbeat of the band so how do you yeah. how, how do you go on right. i mean you you can find another bass player I, I i love stefan he's probably the best one of the best bass players ever but like i you but you definitely can't go on without carter yeah. and you definitely can't go on without dave yeah. so 
I, and as it turns I, out, finding a, a new violin player has proven difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has it? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. So I don't I don't know if I would necessarily still call it the Dave Matthews Band. No. Yeah. Wow. Right. right. I'm I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. I think at that at that point it it morphs back into Dave and Friends. Yes. Um, uh, although. Okay. If you, you know, for argument's sake, which is going to be kind of wild, is you can also say that Rashawn and Jeff and, you know, Tim to, you know, Tim, because he was like sort of in and out, right. will, at, will at some point eclipse. And I think it's pretty close right now, like the amount of time that Roy was in the band, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, like that's if, true. If you consider the start of the band 1991, you know, Leroy was in the band until 2008. Right. And so yep. that's like that's 17 years and you know here we are you uh -huh. know with jeff starting in 2008 and we're very close to that you know so uh -huh. like so those kinds of things are are sort of interesting to think about as well but you know i would also in addition to the caravan style i would just want i would want it all i would want boyd i would want butch i would just want okay. every, i would want like okay. everybody everybody back everybody i mean for back. i mean well, that's a good question, right? Do what does the last show look like? Does Boyd come back? Does Butch come back? Right? Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, Roy can't come back, but yeah. you know, does John Durth is John Durth there? Is like right. Peter Peter Greaser, Peter Greaser there? there like, yeah. what, like what? Like yeah. who comes back? Right? Yeah. The Boyd thing is complicated, but God, you'd I want like if God, they got get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Mm -hmm. Boyd is technically a member of this band. Boyd gets inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yep. whether we like it or not, whether and we agree with what Dave, he did or not. And Dave he has said, said in an that. interview that yep. he has every right to be there and he would be, yeah. you know, I don't know if welcomed is the right word, but he would be totally accepted if he was there. And, right. and know, I, all of that. you know, and I will just close my eyes and listen to that violin. Ain't going to lie. <laughs> you know, I mean, as we all know. know what it sounded like a few weeks ago. I mean, yep. you know. Yeah, I, th I think it's interesting, this idea of what who's coming back if there was a final tour. I would like I like the idea of there being an entire summer tour where we've got a, a whole bunch of dates to play with. And then you can kind of sprinkle in people randomly throughout that tour. So you can you can bring Alanis out to play spoon. Finally, Ooh. you can, <laughs> you know, you can, you can bring Bella back. And oh yeah. He Bella could play better the banjo be on. on. Bella should yeah. just be there. For yeah. That. He should be part of the band. I think there's, there's a lot of things like that, that you could do with, with like a, a full scale tour. I also think Jeanette, to your point, knowing in advance makes a big difference. Um, mm -hmm. Back in 2008, Nobody had any idea that when we were all attending shows that year, that that was going to be the last time that any of us got to see Roy, you know, so I think there's a real value in planning out your summer, knowing that this thing that especially the four of us, the four of us are so passionate about, it's the last time that we're going to get to do it, at least in the capacity of what the band is right now. I think there's a real value to that. Yeah. So, so lots of good points. Trisha, what's, what's your thoughts on what, a what's included in a final DMB tour? Oh, I hate this topic and I hope I die first. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Is that there dramatic? It. <laughs> it's it's not. It's actually like I, I feel that with all of my heart. I feel yeah. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> like, yes, I hope I go first. <laughs> I hope yeah. I go first. <laughs> you know, ultimately I hope 
I'm going to go to all the shows and hear all the things and be mm-hmm. in pit. But I hope Dave is like playing until he's. In I think Dave will play till he, the day he dies. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. this is, this is not a question. Yeah. Dave, is, if sure. he's healthy and right. willing and able, right. is going to be playing music. Yeah. Like Dave Willie Nelson style. Like yeah. if you saw Farm Aid, like Willie's still out there. Say that again. Yeah. He's going to do that. You think? Oh. 100%. I, oh. I, than I, I would bet anything, anything Dave. on it. Dave's going to be like, we can have Bernie's being one of like a police system playing the guitar. <laughs> yeah. And, he and is, uh, there have been Dave's, times where the, where they've said, we're not going to be playing music yes, for, for a yes, decent amount of time. They can't stay away. And then Dave is just like Dave show. Like Look Dave solo. Two like Dave. single times they announced we're going on a break. They can't, they, they, can't, do they can't do no, it. No, they can't do and it. And especially Dave can't do it. He especially can. Dave. Yeah. You know, I think they would be cool to do some sort of fan interaction during the last tour. Like maybe it's like they really actually take requests and they, yeah. you know, think about what people want and they hear about some totally. of the liberations. And awesome. yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, they know. They know. They know. About <laughs> right. Exactly. And I know that they, know. they want to play what they play and what they're feeling that day and whatever Dave wants, I'm fine with. But I think it'd be cool to interact <laughs> with the uh, with fans in that way. And the pod, of course. Come to the pod. Obviously <laughs> they just need to listen to us. I mean, hello. And then I wonder location. Like, I wonder, like, are they going to, you're talking Mm. big, big festival, big areas, but like, what about tiny venues? That's a really good question. We should go around the room and say, what would be the venue that we think they would end it on? Like, where do we think it would be? I think think they have to end in Charlottesville. (laughs) Charlottesville. Yeah. I think you you have to end in Charlottesville. Absolutely. 100%. I think they would do it like either you do it at the John, John Paul Jones Arena or you do it on the football field. You do it. You you just go big. So yeah. everybody do can do it be at there. Blenheim. I mean, n- not many people would fit there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've never sure. been. <laughs> but sure. Yeah. Do it there. Blenheim would be great. Yeah. How about Central I, Park? Central Park would be would be cool. I mean, how fun would it be if Red Rocks was included in that Oof. final year? Yeah. I mean, that that and comes with come its own true. issues. I, I thought when when I was thinking about this, I thought to myself, I would like to see components from the two set year come back. So mm-hmm. I would like to see randomly sprinkled throughout the show. I would like to see Kim switch to an acoustic guitar and play ants during two step. Oh, or I'm, I'm not talking about a full acoustic set in okay. what we got with two sets. Okay. I just think that it would be really cool to see some of that sprinkled in from time to time. Mm-hmm. Kind of Matt has made this point before the things that make really great shows are these moments or these extended periods of time during a show where you don't have any idea what's coming next. Right. You, you know, you kind of strap in and you're along for the ride. And I just think sprinkling some things like that in kind of keeps things unpredictable. And Mm. and I'm all about that. Yeah. Hence why we still do this. Right. So, I mean, a whole tour of that would be, would be the dream, but it's a real, it is really emotional to even think about. Like, I don't, I just, imagine this being the rest of my life so i don't yeah. well for i mean for i know me, that that's unrealistic right there is like, it carter's in his 60s like oh, okay but dave no. dave and tim dave no, yeah they'll be but it's, pretty, not, the but same. it's not the it's, it's not, not the, the band yeah like but i just hope i'm living on this earth where i'm still going to shows that yeah no and I, I think in that. some <laughs> capacity yeah. i think we yeah. will cool also, also another question would there be like okay say no no dave matthews band member there's a cover band, like a dark star orchestra, like for Grateful Dead, right? That people are following around. Do we think something like that would happen? I don't love that idea. Is Dave there? 
No. No. Nope, nobody's no. there in this. Nobody's okay. there. It's like no. just like, you know, a cover band that got so huge because they sound exactly like the band. So no. everybody's now following them. Because that is a thing that happened in the that is. community. Is, yeah. And there are like, some good there are some good cover DMB cover bands out there, but sure. I, I can't do it while he, they're they're alive. not the same. They're yeah. really great, like in the winter when there's no tour and you're like, yeah. you know, at a, this, this small bar and like, you can stand right up at the stage and it's fun, but like, I can't be following around Joe Schmo from Idaho playing. You know what I mean? Like, I, no. Joe Schmo from Idaho. We I thank need you in Idaho. Dave Matthews. I love Idaho. Just saying. <laughs> I need love Dave Matthews. Isn't the band playing in Idaho? Big Virginia. potato people. They are. Big potato people. Yeah. My friend Aaron is going to that show. So we have, we'll have a representative at the Idaho show. Unless we show up there, you never know. You don't know. They might be there. I'm Sitting so glad they decided to play Idaho instead of Boston and, you know, other. Uh, Idaho needs shows too. <laughs> That's true. So if you think a final tour, are you thinking it's going to be like winter, summer, fall, like a whole oh, year? It would be, I, would, I think I it would, would be a whole year. I think they'd do it like a Europe leg. There would be like a South America. I think it would be like a whole. Okay. So what's scary about that is that feels like that it would be sooner rather than later because of. They would have to do it while they were still had had able to go across the world. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Good point. That that is a little scary. Uh, Also, you never know what could happen. Like they're not spring chickens. Like what if somebody gets injured and that's it? You know, where we don't get that final announcement. We don't get that final Ooh. tour announcement. I that well, it's, that's it's, what killed like what happened with Roy. That's what kills me. Like, who was at his last show? You and I were any know. of you? Okay. I you was know, not I, there, no. I think my lucky stars I was there. But me too. like I, I just and, and I actually like there's I don't know what even brought me there. Like, why was I in Bristol, Virginia? Why mm. was I there? You know, but like mm. thank God I was there, you know. Mm. I yeah. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that like, what if I wasn't at the last one? I know. I, I think about that a lot. It was a gift mm-hmm. that I was there too. Yeah. I what if I we... wasn't at the last show they ever did though? Like if this, if it really ended and I wasn't at that last one, I, mm-hmm. I don't, that would be really hard to get over. I think we should make a pact here tonight mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if this ever gets announced, we get a red panel van. And we drive (laughs) from venue to venue. We pile in this van. The Uh van that Jane likes. And we do Uh it right. Oh, hell yeah. The van that Jane likes. Okay, so yeah. here's a question. Let's just say something happens or nothing's going to happen to Carter ever. He's always going to live forever. And Yeah. But like, let's just say that he injures himself. Well, there are rumors are st- of that a couple of years ago. People yeah. were saying- Are you still going to go if they put a replacement drummer? Well, I, I think b- before anyone answers that, let, let's, that happened, right? Like right. That, that's what happened at the Gorge. So let's oh. go one step further and format. say, right. if they announce that, what is the interest? If you mm. knew ahead of time, there's no Carter. You're going to get a Dave and Friends experience. That that's kind of what you're describing, Trisha, right? Yeah. Oh well, I would definitely or go, alternate but I just format, wonder, right? Like, yeah. Depends like, on the lineup for me. I I don't think that I would do or find. I don't think I would need to do as many shows as I as I would normally do. Yeah. I would certainly still go to all my favorite venues and right. You know, do do all of that, but I would be so much less concerned with 
with so much of the actual like being at the show kind of thing you Mm -hmm. know like it I, i don't think that i would care necessarily about like how close i you know like all of those things like it, it'd it just, be more about seeing your friends and going right. for the experience and right. oh cool they're playing this song it's not so much about but like on that note like who would even replace carter like that would be enough for us to be like oh this sounds great like i don't not buddy yeah I, you know I, me trish and i were at that gorge like it's not that wasn't the same you know so i don't know I mean, that was different. We knew that wasn't the end, you know? So it was like, cool, this is different. They're playing songs that they wouldn't have played. But if that was it, like, if that was like, oh, this is going to, you know, in advance that this is what the tour looks like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I I just keep going back to my, like I was saying, 75 to 80% of my favorite bands are no longer together or in like the, the configuration that I knew and loved, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. like that, is really hard for me to swallow. Like when I think about how, like how much I love live music and, you know, the fact that I can't go to see that band with all of the people it is heartbreaking a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I bit on Dead & Co for next year and mm-hmm. why I would, you know, just probably quit my job if there was a final yep. DMV tour. 100%. I would take a sabbatical and... Yep. My job is now touring with the band and selling grilled cheeses and our red pen band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Papa Jane likes stickers. Yes. So we've we've grilled cheeses. We have mm-hmm. Jimmy Thing sandwiches. We're, I mean, there's a whole menu in the world. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Menu. Yeah. 100%. Because we're gonna need we're gonna need gas money, guys. So it is what it is. This is a, that's the pact. I that's it. Like it's happening. So please buy our sticker. <laughs> <laughs> we have to save up for this. <laughs> Saving up for the inevitable final tour, because it's going to happen at some point, right? We're going to either know in advance that it's happening, or it's going to happen without us knowing. And then, you know, we'll sit around and we'll have a podcast where we talk about what it used to be like to follow the Dave Matthews band around. But I think regardless of, of all of that, I think it's a, it's a fun topic to, to talk about. And, you know, hopefully so fun it's not- is the right word, but yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm it's like not something super we, depressed. we have like, to, right? well, there's a lot of really cool things that can come out of it. I guess totally. I, I mean it in that yeah. capacity, Yeah. but I think I speak for everyone in saying, let's, let's not make that something that's going to happen anytime soon. No, I don't think, I mean, you guys can tell me if you think I'm wrong, but we are at the point where the band is still writing music. They're still in studios recording music. We're not at that we're point. Not, for yeah, the record. We're nowhere we're not, close to that. Know, yeah. We're not foreshadowing what's going to happen at least in the short right, term, right. The, the band seems pretty happy with the, the current format. Absolutely. Yeah. This isn't happening anytime soon, but like, you know, we're all going to go sometime. It is if we've learned anything from Dave Matthews lyrics, that's a big theme, right? And that's a big theme. Right? So, if we learned anything from this episode, it's uh we'd rather go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, and on that, and note. on that note, <laughs> So that is uh, that will take us into our third and final segment, a segment that we like to call Where Are You Going? So in this week's Where Are You Going segment, we wanted to recap a little bit about what has been happening 
in the Dave Matthews band universe, if you will, recently. The band obviously isn't touring. We talked about the Dave solo shows that are coming up at the start of the show. So one little piece of news that broke since we last recorded is the newest Live Tracks was released, Live Tracks 62. And that is coming to us from June 25th, 2010 at uh, the Blossom Music Center in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. So we get pretty uh, a pretty small amount of time in between Live Tracks 61 and 62. How's everybody feeling about a uh, 2010 Live Tracks release? <laughs> I have a different feeling on 2010 as well. Well, I, I the 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 track listing for me is just yeah, it's not, it, it's I not great. Have this show. It's, yeah, yeah. The, there's there's other 2010 shows, but I also think that like you know 2010 is like not there's not a ton. I, I would say the fall tour sort of really you know got into gear eventually and i think like what the band was doing sort of like late summer early like into the fall tour was really cool there were a lot of cool songs that came back but the rest of the year you know i don't think was super memorable and specifically this track listing has quite a few of my least favorite dmp Mm. songs on it so you know maybe i'll give it like a listen or two but what would those be yeah uh we've got cornbread a he can't stop more cornbread i guess (laughs) because there's like a tease early on in the show i love i really like the encore though little red bird is uh is a favorite of mine and uh as is so right and so damn lucky so who knows maybe i maybe i'll listen to this and fall in love but yeah those are my feelings on live track i liked the merch that came out with it it says dmb ohio on a hoodie it was a real yeah i really liked that too you're a big ohio fan no, if I was in Ohio, I'd be like, yeah, I want that hoodie, you know? Yeah, like, I just like the concept of it. The concept, Coming soon, right. Pod the Jam yeah. likes DMB Florida, DMB Flow <laughs> hoodies coming soon. Will be our next piece of merchandise. <laughs> I um, disagree with Matt on the, the year. I thought 2010 was a great year for the band. We had, I don't know if you remember, but at the, when they announced tour dates, they also announced that they were not going to tour in 2011. When we all know what happened in 2011, but... So I, I, I bought a lot of tickets in 2010 and I did a lot of shows. Mm. I just remember a lot of libs and a lot of, and just a lot of great sets. I, maybe they didn't pick the best show to release, but I just, I thought that was a great year for the band. That's my opinion. It was definitely 2010. The summer of 2010 is definitely the shake me like a monkey summer. Oh yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. If, There's a if, lot of big whiskey, a yeah. lot of big whiskey. Sure. If you're curious me to what extent the that 2010 summer was the summer of Jake Me Like oh, a Monkey. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. 46 Snaps. performances. Oh, God, oh, really? 46 performances during how that many, summer tour. How many so shows? I do not have the number of shows. Oh, okay. Listen, if Dave wants to say forever I'm yours to me 46 times, I'm here for it. Okay. All right. It's a year post Big Whiskey, right? right? So it's it's a heavy Big Whiskey year, but it's a heavy Big Whiskey year to a different degree. To put There's things other into perspective, songs on the album. Like, why are we only playing Shake Me Like a Monkey? There were 200, during the 2010 summer tour, there were 279 Big Whiskey songs performed. Jeez. Just to, to kind of give you a, a measuring point, the next closest album was Under the Table and Dreaming. So Big Whiskey was 279. The next album Under the Table was 118. Damn. So there, there wow. was nothing even in the spectrum of the amount of Big Whiskey that we got that year, which 
isn't necessarily a bad thing. There's an awful lot that I like about that album, but 46 shake me like a monkey 46 mm. shake me like a monkeys is it's a lot of monkeys it's a lot of it's a lot of monkeys we should debate this song because it's another hot song that the boys don't like we, we can yeah we should i don't i, might, Ooh, I have no, feelings on i have feelings I, on shake me like i do too maybe we'll and hold them for another it's, episode it's yeah. different than the that too. girl is you feelings though. yeah same same you mean it's worse not, i don't know no. if i'm on your team for this oh, no okay. i don't mean worse oh okay does worse exist <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you guys a quick 2010 story? Because I think you'll appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I went to Nats Park. Did anyone else? Jeanette, were you in Nat- Nationals Park in DC? No. So I went to Nats Park. Zach Brown opened. I was really excited about the whole thing, whole show. It was hot. It was like triple digits all day into Ooh. showtime. And like end of the show at like 11, it was still like 95 degrees. It was ridiculous. Hey. I had, you know, standing room only on the field. It was great. All that stuff. This is one of those shows that I was so disappointed, like severe disappointment from the show. And the the set list is just, it never took off. If you go look at it, it was just, there was just never a, a jumping off point. Uh, Zach Brown came out to play Ain't It Funny How Time Slips Away. And I thought like, oh, this is really cool. And then halfway through Ain't It Funny, they went into like the Lionar Graves jam, like the do, 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 do. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. They're like going to do something really cool. And then it just went right back into Ain't It Funny How Time Slips Away. But the, the funny the funny thing is, so I was very, very, very disappointed with the show in general. And the, the encore was Sister Cornbread Ants. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be Sister Cornbread. And that was going to be it, just the way that the night had gone. I remember I went over and just and sat down on the field (laughs) as cornbread started because I was so upset with the whole show. It was like, I was like, I'm never going to see this band ever again. You know, it sounds like you were just hot and crabby. Man. Oh, please go look at the, go, go look at the show. Go listen to the show. It was just, it was. I was. So I was you had funny. a very different experience in 2010 than I did. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> sort of. I mean, I went to I went to Wrigley, and that made up for it. Wrigley was great. Yeah, I was there the too, fall yeah. tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played like last stop, like for many of the fall tour yeah. stops, which was great. That was the tour. I did the whole tour. That was that tour. Awesome. I yeah. was there for quite a few of those too. But that's my 2010 funny story. And I'm sure that my face looked very similar to the picture that Trisha has of me when we were in Jacksonville and the band started to play Cornbread as the as the close. Oh, don't worry. Your birthday's coming up in a couple of days. I'm going to share that again. <laughs> oh, <everyone>. yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> as you made the Dave selfie with a thumbs down. <laughs> okay. I'm going to share that's this. Right. It, was a, it was a disguised thumbs down, but. <laughs> In case you can't tell, Matt is a massive fan of Cornbread in and yes, out of the Yeah, favorite song. A really favorite big. Song. That's another that, one we that's, can debate. That's, that's going to be your, when you write whatever the set list is for your dream final show, Matt, Cornbread is in that encore, right? Oh, yeah. It's the it's when oh, they yeah. leave and come back for like encore, encore two for just that final <laughs> song. Just, just cornbread, cornbread and they're out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. A mm-hmm. little bit of heaven. This was fun. We, uh, we, Considering the band hasn't played in a while, we had uh, a whole bunch of different topics to discuss, and uh, we're going to continue to do this. Obviously, the fall tour is creeping up, uh, but then we'll have another big break before the summer tour begins again, but we won't be going anywhere. We'll still be coming at you uh, each week with a new episode. We have plenty of topics to discuss. And just a reminder, coming up here on the 25th, Tuesday, the 25th, you'll want to check out the pod that Jane likes 
Instagram account for our stickers, our first piece of Pod the Chain Likes merch that's going on sale. And then also, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, give us a follow because we would love to hear what you think would be included in a final DMB tour. We'll have some some graphics up where people can interact with us. And I know that uh, everyone really likes, the four of us really like interacting with everybody online when we put these uh, posts up. So please interact with us there. Anybody else have any final thoughts before we sign off? Don't forget to vote. Hell yeah. Also, Don't forget to buy our sticker. Yep, that too. (laughs) Thanks for all the birthday love. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Jeanette. Happy birthday, Jeanette. Make sure to vote. Everybody vote. Everybody check out the sticker. And uh, we will talk to you again next week. Bye, Bye, everybody. See you.